Hello listeners, Kevin Don here with your weekly dose of fitness facts. Now this week I was in significant pain with my hip and lower back. I've got all these ongoing injuries from having played martial arts. So far here in the UK I've been waiting 14 months to see a physio. The last time I spoke with the doctor he told me it could be another year. As can be the case, the doctor then just wrote me a prescription for what was, after doing my own research, very, very addictive painkiller, which is often used by addicts in place of heroin and has a large street resale value. Obviously, I want to avoid being addicted to pharmaceuticals as much as possible, so I didn't take them. This is why I harp on week in and week out about sources and knowing how to find valid evidence. I was able to find a reputable source, which were some peer-reviewed studies on this drug. I then went to an expert, which in this case was a pharmacist, and asked for information on the evidence I had found. They confirmed my conclusions, and then I made a decision. TikTok wasn't involved at any point. However, this didn't change the fact that I was in pain. So I thought, you know, I'm going to look into CBD oil. Why? Well, because it's a huge market and lots of athletes and fitness influencers are recommending CBD gummies uh, or topical creams. Now, it would be entirely fallacious for me to buy something just because my favorite athlete uses it. And that's not just because I don't have a favorite athlete. Well, joke, I do. It's Pierce LePage, who is the world decathlon champion. Why decathlon? Well, if you listen to the show, I'm a fan of being well-rounded. And with 10 events, I would say this makes for a well-rounded athlete. If you're a CrossFit acolyte, don't email me. Anyway, enough waffle. Let's dig into CBD. First of all, what on earth is CBD? Well, it stands for cannabidiol. And it's one of over 100, I think it's 113 chemical components of the cannabis plant. Uh, Others include CBC and THC. THC is the compound most strongly associated with the psychotropic effects of cannabis. And CBC is marketed as being effective for pain. Now, having a look at the website for one of the largest CBD cream companies specifically targeting the fitness and athletic market, I found a lot of rhetoric. So if you recall last week or two weeks ago, I covered uh, ethos, pathos, and logos as rhetorical devices in an argument. Logos is where you're just using facts and evidence. Ethos and pathos are appeals to emotion and appeals from a voice from authority. And what was interesting was that in spite of the main holding page making statements such as many people with chronic pain use our CBD products to reduce inflammation and act as pain relief, I also found them on another page admitting that some people believe that CBD is useful for pain management and then dropped a huge pathos bomb, which was the story of a chronically bedridden father who now, thanks to CBD, has a new lease of life. They also linked a study showing that CBD eased chronic pain. When I actually read the study, it only had 15 participants, and all of those participants showed a greater response to pain management when they were told that they'd taken CBD, but were actually taking a placebo. 
Therefore, the study concluded, and I quote, CBD analgesia was driven by psychological expectancies. I was actually quite keen to see if I could uncover any evidence at all that CBD products meet their claims. Now, remember, before sending me any links, that a blog post written by a CBD company isn't evidence. Studies only, please. And also remember that you taking a CBD gummy before bed for a couple of days also isn't a study. Thank you. Now, I did myself find a 2019 meta-analysis of 83 different studies done on CBD for symptoms of anxiety, which is another one of the major selling points for these companies. The conclusion of that meta-analysis was that there is a sufficient lack of evidence that cannabidiol improves disorders. There remains insufficient evidence to provide guidance on the use of cannabinoids within a regulatory framework. A 2019 study in a Canadian medical cannabis setting of 205 chronic pain sufferers concluded that further investigation is required, but as of now, the hyped and often illegally marketed claims of CBD as a wellness product are unsubstantiated. So there you have it. As always, my goal is to have a question, which in this case was, do CBD products work for pain and recovery? Then I look for evidence of weight and currency to back this up. Then look for evidence or claims against that position and conclude or leave listeners to conclude. In this case, just like with many of the other expensive and unregulated products out there, there is no quality evidence that supports CBD use for pain management. Most of the companies selling CBD products have made the claim that there are no studies being done on the human effects of CBD. I would say a meta-analysis of 83 studies says otherwise, 83 being more than zero. As I noted in previous episodes about products that make very broad claims, it's a bit of a red flag for me when it's claimed that a single gummy bear will help pain, seizures, anxiety, sleep issues, mental health, PTSD, and skin problems. It's very rare that we'll find a Swiss army knife type product that addresses everything in one. With the self-proclaimed purest and most broad spectrum CBD products costing in excess of a hundred bucks a month, it's easy to see why companies would want to get on the CBD bandwagon. Unfortunately, because of economic conditions and because of ethos, claims to authority working, we see many athletes and influencers recommending CBD and getting a kickback through their discount code. I know one such athlete, and her position is that even if it's placebo, it's not harmful. No one's going to have an adverse reaction to CBD health-wise, and actually it's on the customers to do their due diligence. I can't say I agree. Just because you can't do something doesn't mean you should. And if I make a claim about a product which can be proven to be false, then in some territories that would be a basis for legal intervention against the false claims. There also could be some negative side effects from CBD, particularly in large doses. I do also want to note, though, quite rightly, someone may email me to bring it up, that although CBD gummies, sprays, and creams being sold for pain and anxiety have literally no evidence 
and are most likely a very expensive placebo, there is a pharmaceutically derived CBD product. It's called Epidiolex, and it's used in the US and Europe in conjunction with other medications to aid in controlling seizures brought about by three quite rare conditions. It's very potent stuff compared with what you might buy off Amazon. So please don't read a study that Epidiolex works for some seizures and then extrapolate and assume this means CBD gummies will work for yours. The starting dose only of Epidiolex for £200 person, I use £200 because I weigh £200, is 450 milligrams a day. And after a week, that would be bumped up to 900 milligrams a day. To put that into context, CBD products that you buy off the internet for anxiety or pain have 25 milligrams in each serving. So this drug at starting dose would have between 18 and 36 times the amount of CBD you'd be consuming in the day. Also, please bear in mind the legal status of CBD in your locality. I lived in Hong Kong for over a decade And in February 2023, Hong Kong banned all CBD products, including those for academic and scientific research, because of the high prevalence of CBD products actually being tainted with THC, which is the psychoactive chemical in cannabis, THC is illegal in that territory. So bear in mind that if you do decide to go and take an expensive placebo before bed each night, you may run into problems with the law. If you have a question or just want to say hi, email me at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com and you too can be featured on the show. Don't forget to share the podcast with your friends. Get Fit Guy is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, Cameron Lacey, and our new director of podcasts, Brannon Getches. Nailed it. I'm your host, Kevin Don. If you have a question for me, Leave me a voicemail at 510-353-3104 or send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in the podcast app.